Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Vocab with John and Angel. This is a very interesting episode, isn't it, Angel? Because you are not in Taiwan. I am not in Taiwan now. Where are you? I'm in Hong Kong. You are in Hong Kong. Okay. Yeah. You told me earlier about this. Can we say a village, or is it a district, or, or what's it called, and how close is it to Hong Kong downtown? Uh, it's a Zhongchong district, and then. So it's a district. It's not like a village, right? It's not like a village. It's close to the airport. It takes around one hour to go to the downtown. One hour to downtown. Mm, one hour. Can you imagine? Because mm. Hong Kong itself is pretty small, but you need to travel one hour to go to the city. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where am I exactly? <laughs> <laughs> so every morning I wake up. Where is the place? What? <laughs> well, you're on Earth. <laughs> I'm on Earth. Yes. You're on Earth. I can still breathe. Okay, so if my geography serves me correct, mm -hmm. if you're close to the airport, technically you should be very close to Hong Kong Disneyland too. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, because oh, you right. would probably be mm -hmm. on Lantau Island. Yes, yes, I am. There we go. Mm -hmm. So Lantau is where the airport is, and Lantau is where the, the Disneyland Disneyland is. Yeah, okay, Disneyland is located in Xingao, and they are all both in Lantau Island. Yeah, you are correct. There we go. See, I I do know my geography. You know your, your geography. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yes. Wow. But still, one hour to downtown to Kowloon, that's not very friendly, to be honest. But I would say it's okay. And then, because I don't really go to downtown that often. Okay. So the, the majority that I visit is the airport, apparently, right? Mm -hmm. But even though I stay here, but it still take me one hour to go, go to work. <laughs> Why? Because the shuttle bus, like there is oh. only one every 40 minutes. Okay, so you have to... Uh, look at your time and you have to be smart about it, right? You have to plan mm. your schedule ahead of time. Right. All right. Where and can't you exactly? scooter or, I don't know, like Xiaomi bike over or you bike over? We don't have you bike here. And then think about it, you are wearing a uniform and with all the luggage, do you really want to ride a scooter or any bike? Oh, they should design something for you guys. They should come up with a, a product for you guys. That's called taxi. <laughs> <laughs> but then you have to couple if you taxi to save money. Yeah, right. You would have to couple. <sighs> mm. Wow. You have All to right. couple. And then, yeah. So when I look at my wallet, I say, okay, I'll just wait for another <laughs> 40 minutes for the next bus. Oh, that's true. So now mm. people know in Taipei, if you are a regular taxi rider, mm -hmm. you are in heaven because you can sort of afford it much easier in Taiwan to ride oh. a taxi than in Hong Kong and anywhere else in the world. Japan is right. very expensive. Hong Kong is quite expensive. Mm -hmm. And Taiwan is probably one of the more affordable countries to ride taxis around. Taxi. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you totally. Yes. So, for example, Taoyuan Airport to Taipei downtown is a thousand One, bucks plus uh, minus. A thousand bucks, yes. Right? A thousand bucks, mm -hmm. which is 30 US. If you go to Europe, it's 50 or 60 euros up to 100 easily. 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 Ah. Yes. Oh, by the way, I never took the taxis in Europe before. But in Hong Kong, if you ask him to open the back truck, you need to pay extra. Extra. Uh huh. Yes. Is it a thing? In it's a thing. Yes. Oh, okay. In Europe mm -hmm. and in US. US. Same. Yeah, if you go to New York, it's the same thing. You, you gotta That's tip what them. I heard. Yes. You gotta tip them, right? Yes. <laughs> they demand, not deserve, um, demand. They demand. The extra tip for opening the trunk. Okay. Yes. The trunk I'll is not yours. 
You get a seat. Not mine. That's it. <laughs> uh, that's the logic. Okay, now yes. I can relate to it. Yes, you want to see what's in the trunk? You gotta pay. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a surprise. I want to buy. I want to save a spot for my luggage. <laughs> Come on, just take the bus. Yes. Okay. If you can't pay for the taxi ride, then you know where you're going to, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the back trunk. <laughs> in the back trunk. <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! Could be surprise. That's anyway. another story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So talking about all these made-up stories that are just made up today, we are going to be talking about something that I think we both grew up with a lot, and uh, we're going to touch on this particular topic through the lens of Taiwan. Oh, okay. We okay. grew up with a lot of TV. We are the TV generation, right? Okay. So on TV. Let's talk about some of the TV series that we grew up with. Mm. So I'll okay. start off. All right. Back in Please. the day, in the sort of early '90s, late '80s, those were the days of the novelist Chong Yao, right? Oh, the Chong she Yao wrote era. all sorts mm-hmm. of romance novels. I mean, I mean, in the West, Daniel Steele is the you know romance novelist. So in right. Asia, in, in China, in the Far East, it's Chong Yao. So she wrote all sorts of romance novels for different generations and for different eras. Oh! So she wrote the Qing Dynasty stuff, and then she wrote the more modern stuff, and she wrote stuff that does not even have a date or not in a particular era. She was that good. Okay, mm. she was a serial well, novelist. She wrote a lot of novels, and the Western version would be Daniel Steele. Oh, were you were you into Chong Yao series back okay. then? Very good question.、Mm. Now here's the problem: whether or not you were a big fan of Chong Yao TV series or TV adaptations of Chong Yao novels,、mm. you had to watch it anyway. You know why? Because your mom controlled the remote. Okay. <laughs> At that age, you didn't control the remote. And you were like five or six. Exactly.、Mm, okay, so you know all the stories line. You know all the characters in the TV series. And the worst thing is, my mom would cry like、oh. every day because that's how good she is. She was、that's、very good at writing、is. all these dialogue. I don't even remember any of the dialogues, but I just remember like every day my mom would cry. And it really touches her. Well, that's the only TV series you get. So whether it touched her or not, that's the best you get. Okay, wow. <laughs> so every time she would write a novel and she would promote some of these TV series, it would be the prime TV series of that particular half year. Ah, okay. It's around nineteen late eighties. Oh, late eighties.、Yeah. Late eighties, you know, early nineties kind of thing.、Hmm. And then from nineties, things started to change. Right? People didn't want to see this. This whole. You know,、um, poor girl, rich guy kind of thing. Poor girl, yes, yes. You know, Qing Dynasty kind of stuff.、Uh, one of、uh-huh. the famous, what, what's it?、Uh, the famous TV series was what's it? Princess, right? Huanzhu、uh, Princess. Huanzhu. Oh yes, the Chinese princess.、Mm-hmm. There we go. Huanzhu Princess. Well, technically, the story was. A, yes, that's also、Chongyao. oh okay. Well, technically, that was her one of the major hits. So it was it was sort of like a. Fairy tale princess in Qing Dynasty <laughs> kind of idea, right? Right. She was not supposed to be princess, and then she became princess. Okay, that's the story. Yes, 
Chongyao. Ah, no, no, no. Huanzhu Gege. Huanzhu Gege. That's from Chongyao. Same. Okay. So she killed it back then. She was very good with that. But then people got tired in the nineties. Yes. Then it was different because in the nineties, people started watching a lot of Japanese drama. Right. Yes. It was the days of Kimura. Kimura. Yes. It was the day of all the boy bands. Oh, the boy band. Exactly. The Johnny's boy bands. The Johnny's boy bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The boy bands. So, so my cousins, you know, my lady cousins, and they went crazy with all these uh, Japanese, you know, idols. Back then, in that time, the K-pop was not the big trend. K-pop, it was K-pop. Almost, K-pop started, I would ten say, years late. After. Yeah, late nine, mm, uh, late nineties, early two thousand. So mm-hmm. when you, when we got to two thousand, then K-pop became a big thing. But right. I mean, at the same time, J-pop was also just as big. So it was J-pop so and K-pop, but Mandel Pop sort of slowed down a little bit. A little bit. Yes, I think the Mandel Pop came back when we, well, around two thousand. Okay, J Cho is a two thousand one thing. Two thousand one. Okay. Yeah. So J Cho started two thousand one. So mm-hmm. uh, when J Cho made it super big, that was you know an Ame right Mandel Pop Ame. stuff. That was two thousand three, two thousand four ish. Yes, but at that time, K-pop and J-pop were also Very very big on the charts. So back to the series. I remember I grew up with the Japanese manga anime, and then the hit, the the best hit, should be called the Boys Over Flowers. Yeah. Aha. Do you remember his Chinese Chinese translations? I I think I know the one you're talking about. Aha. Uh-huh. But I didn't know it was later called or adapted into the TV series called Meteor Garden. I I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. So I actually went back after I watched Meteor Garden. That was my first sort of a TV series that consisted of all singers and idols at that time, right? Oh, right. Oh, and then, right. So I was like, that that was the first thing, and then I thought, what happened to our TV shows? Why 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 did our TV show dramas turn TV series turn into things like this? Mm-hmm. The dialogues don't really make sense because they were all from the Japanese manga. Exactly, they were manga characters, much. right? Ah. They, they weren't supposed to make sense. It was supposed to give you that happy mood vibe. Ah,、uh, right. So the poor girl would just act poor girl, and then <laughs> the the stubborn boy would just act stubborn boy. So they had very clear character traits, very、oh, so、very that, clear. So that's how it attracted lots of people. Yes,、mm. so I didn't understand that because by then I was already in South Africa, and then and then I was like, why is everybody after the F four?、Oh, and then、F4. I'm like, and then and then I was like, what does that F four mean? I know Formula One, <laughs> you know F one、oh, racing. I don't,、yes? and I was like、uh-huh. very confused about F four. And then they say, no, 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 it's called Flower Four, and I'm like, Flower Four. What kind of a man? What kind of a boy want to call themselves flower boys? And then eventually, people explain to me, John, calm down. It's from a manga from Japan. It's from a manga, exactly.、Yeah. And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> then it clicked. Then I put two and two together. Then it sort of worked. And I was like, no wonder it never really made sense. I wanted to know who the author is. But did you watch it? I did.、Uh-huh. I didn't understand it, and I hated every second of it. I did. Really? Yeah, I did. I just knew they were all over Taiwan, like 
like everywhere, like no, all over Asia afterwards. Yeah. Mm. It was it was so big. You know, my my During cousins then they mm. were uh, kind of older. They sort of working already. But, but still, and then you know, like my friends, the peers, they'd be like, "Oh, you know, I gotta watch F four," and then they have to buy like all the accessories and oh, all the merch and the postcards. And yes, everything. Yes, <laughs> I, I would visit my friends' houses, and they would like, "What? What the heck is this?" And they're like, "Oh, this this is very popular. This is super popular. This is Liu Xing Hua Yuan." Liu Xing Hua Yuan. That's oh, right. No, not you. Not, not again. You. <laughs> You cannot, you can avoid that because it's everywhere. No, and the song was everywhere. For, the song for, was everywhere. The song oh. was like everywhere. The, the even song. in South Africa amongst mm. my friends, I was like, "Stop it, please, guys! We need new music." I went, "Oh, come on! Now you gotta sing it. You gotta <laughs> sing it." <laughs> no, and that was the time I sort of rebelled against the Taiwan TV series scene because to me it was not very Taiwanese. It's very. I don't know. It feels sort of Japanese. Feels very Korean, and it's not real Taiwanese, and it's sort of weird. And then I, I, I sort of had my rebellious stage. So then I stopped. Then I just stopped totally, and and I'm like, I'm sorry. For me, only Japanese TV series from now on. So after that, you don't want to watch any Taiwanese drama. So basically, for the whole of '90s, most of the time, like I would hear about all the different Taiwanese dramas. But I I would not be interested in them. Every time Kimura has something on, I would watch it. That's it. Ah, but that was the golden era of yes. Taiwanese drama. Yes, I skipped that ah, you, entirely. You missed a lot. <laughs> I missed a lot. A, a lot of the stories they tell now about, let's say, uh, the actress Ling Yishun. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't grow up with her. I didn't watch her at all. I don't even know what what she was famous for. She was for. a goddess during that. Time. I know, but you I know? mean, I remember I was rebellious. I rebelled. I boycotted huh. Taiwanese idol dramas. <laughs> so you didn't know her famous drama? No, I've never watched it either. Okay. Do you know which one was that? Um, you know, don't care. She. Oh, don't care. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's too late now. I'm at the age where you know I need to move on with my life. I need to find new goddesses. Agree. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't be dwelling in the past. We gotta move on to find yeah, new goddesses. Yeah, we gotta goddesses. move on. We gotta, we gotta end in the future. Okay. Right. So I stuck to the Japanese um, drama series, but then you probably were more into the Taiwanese drama series, right? More idol stuff. More idol stuff. I think. Yeah. yeah. The mm-hmm. idol dramas. The idol drama. So, which one was your favorite? Don't tell me Meteor Garden because I'm gonna smash my screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, I didn't watch that much, but okay, the one Ling Yichen uh, as a main actress. Yeah. You know, she worked with. Oh my god, I forgot the name. It's also adaptions from the Japanese main god called Tao Qi Xiao Qing Qing. I don't even know that. You see, you're telling the, the, me stuff Chinese, that I don't remember. The really? Chinese name is called The Kiss of the Prank. Okay. Oh, I think I've heard that. I've heard right? that. I've heard that, that one. I've heard that. Okay, okay I've heard that. That one was crazy. Um, He Junxiang, right? That was the main actor. Was it was it He Junxiang or, or who acted alongside Ling Yishun? I can't remember. Not He Junxiang. He Junxiang is another one. I think He Junxiang. He was also part of the whole idol drama thing, right? He was he was very big back then because he yes. had that meteor garden flower boy look. Oh right, right. Yeah. And then I think that one is called Zheng Yuanchang. 
I heard that name before, but I don't remember his face. I'm sorry. I don't remember. He's he's still popular nowadays. He's still popular, isn't he? Well, if he's not on Netflix, then he's not popular. I wouldn't deem him popular. Okay, <laughs> he is not in Netflix. Yeah, where okay. is he now? Yes, mm. he should go on Netflix. Okay, yeah. Yes. So He Junxiang apparently okay. is another one, another another okay. drama. Mm. Okay, so we've established. So that was the the nineties, right? And then, then sort of early two thousands. Yes, early two thousand. Yes, and then after that. From the two sort of overlapping two thousands, people started going crazy for Korean drama, right? K drama, K drama, K drama. Yes. Still not still on. Yeah, like that's for yes. Last for about twenty years. Yeah, still very popular now. Right. Um, if you look at Netflix today, I mean, the way they release K dramas today, it's crazy. Mm. It's, it's crazy. crazy. The way and they, I have to say. Yeah, if you watch the K drama, some of them it really have the movie scene. Yes, that yes. just not just not a TV drama, but it looks like a movie. It, yeah. So mm-hmm. when I watched my first K drama, well, it was again first two episodes, right? <laughs> I mean, I was shocked at the way they filmed the TV series because it Ooh. looked more like the HBO documentary Production? kind of stuff. Ooh. It had long shots. It had like. Close-up shots. It had all sorts of different shots, and then with Meteor Garden, the Taiwanese version, you could see it's pretty much just one shot. There weren't mm. too many cut scenes, right? It was it was yeah. the traditional way of making TV. It's just all about the character, all yeah. about the story, but not the scene. Yeah. So the cut scenes were not very nicely done, and then of course right. the 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 comp- composition of the shot mm-hmm. and the scene is very very different. So with with the K dramas on the line, they felt like they were very expensive productions. Ah, they felt like they were very true. expensive productions. Mm-hmm. So I was impressed by that. But here's my biggest problem with K dramas: because people die, people never live. People die, people never live. Yeah, you, you should can... go to see those romance drama. No, people die in romance drama. No, that was my first understanding. I thought, oh, you know, romance dramas, right? It should be happy ending. No, mm-hmm. most people die of cancer. It's, it's, That's chong. That's no, no, no. Style, K right? drama started with that too. Ah, uh, K drama started with that too, and then I was like, "God, you guys must be kidding me! Don't do K- this!" Oh, come on! The K drama you are watching are for those, you know, older generation. The elder generation, the the drama they watch, the people die from cancer. Yeah, but the younger generation K drama, they don't die from yes. cancer. Yes, and then they mm. also started putting idols on, right? These singers, top singers, singer top actresses, and, and everything. Yes, idols on, and then the the idol stuff that was all again from their uh, Korean manga, the Korean ah. cartoon and Korean manga, to Korean yes. novel. Then it turned right, and then they went and adapted stories like it's always a rich girl with a poor handsome guy, or <laughs> you know, or Ten um, years ago, there was this K drama that was, you know, f- uh, this guy from outer space. He's like an alien oh, that, one, that, that fell in love with a lady, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And an Earth girl is this rich lady that didn't the understand the world. And the actress, yes. And I was like, how K drama can you be? You know, with that, there's no limit. Yeah. And then back then, um, my wife now then was my girlfriend. And then she said, "Oh, you know, you gotta watch it. It's so romantic." And I'm like, "How romantic can an alien and a rich girl be?" You didn't read the <laughs> line, okay? She's telling you. She's telling you that I have okay, to sit and watch with her. That's romance to me. Yes. And every time I would watch because 
K-dramas come very short. Eight episodes. Oh, right. Eight episodes or 12 episodes, they come very short. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> at the end of every episode, you can go back to the K-dramas. At the end of every episode, they would play music. And every time music comes up, then you know something's going to happen. Ah, okay. that's a sign. It depends. Yeah, it's a sign. And then mm-hmm. I could sort of recognize the pattern they were pulling off. And then every time I, I would hear the intro of that music and I would be like, oh, you know what? He's going to get slapped. I know something <laughs> serious is going to happen. And she's like, don't spoil it for me. <laughs> you can be the screenwriter yourself. Yes, yes. And then mm. after two episodes of commentating, she kicked me away. She's like, thank you very much. I don't need you anymore. This A is not- alert. Yes. Uh-huh. I don't need you, you anymore. I don't need you to commentate on every romantic move he makes. You come in too much. Yeah, you come a lot too much. We don't need that. Yes. We so just want see. to enjoy the moment. Yes. So Imagine. I can be annoying if I want. It's not just commentating on the TV series. <laughs> we, I think that we all know that these are not realistic life, but we just imagine. We just want to imagine, yes. enjoy the vibe. It's almost. But K K dramas are very good because the the way they put the story together make you feel mm-hmm. like it's uh, you can relate to real life, but at the same time, it's impossible. Like they they can't be aliens living among us. How do you know? Yes. <laughs> But recently, Netflix Taiwan is doing a whole lot. We have a lot of awards for a lot of our local TV shows today that are invested by HBO and Netflix. Ah, and Netflix. Yes. True. So our Taiwan drama, uh, TV drama series are turning a new leaf, totally different than before. Right. So we also have the Netflix quality productions. And we also have very, very interesting IP, original storyline, original everything. Today, hmm, right? Yeah. The first, the first drama that presented by HBO, I think that's called the Teenage Psychic Tongling Shaonu. Yes, that mm. was a huge, huge, huge hit, and it was also one of the first by HBO. HBO never acquired any IP from. Well, I, I shouldn't say never because HBO. In Taiwan, mostly acquires these documentaries. They don't acquire IPs for TV series or mini-series. They do a lot of documentaries about Taiwan, about everything. So they've got budget for that. Mm. So this was the first step into, hey, let me get a local story, turning it into a mini-series. That's quite success, that one. Yes. The Teenage Psychic. Did you watch that? No. Oh, you did watch that. People die. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. For me, I sort of read a synopsis and Mm -hmm. I and I sort of not interested at all. No, I'm not into the psychic thing. Yeah, I'm not into Ah. that kind of thing. Um, Temple and psychics. um, You know, I mean, I I respect the whole thing. It's just Mm -hmm. I don't think it's my type of. Um, comedy or my type type right. of TV series. I need something that requires less brain power. Oh, I see. But I think for majority of the Taiwanese, we grew up with the temple culture, mm. right? Yes. So the teenage psychic kind of hit the spot. And it's very relevant at the same time. Right. So the story and the god he she mentions mm-hmm. that we, oh, oh, that's the one, that's the one. Yes. We kind of relate to that. Yes. So I think that's the reason why it became so popular. Yes. And it was very well made. So you see, for me, any TV series that, you know, would cause you to tear up and cry, 
that's too much brain power for me. That's too much emotion for me. I need mm. comedy all the way. So I'm a I'm a big fan of comedy and and something that's just you know the idol stuff. I'm I'm beginning to enjoy that because that requires very little brain power. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So I used to hate it. Now I love it. I'm all. like, oh yeah, bring bring on the handsome guy and the, and the beautiful girls. Bringing them on. Just enjoy the face. Exactly. I'm not even going to dig in and you know, listen <laughs> to the dialogue. I'm just going to just, enjoy the visuals. <laughs> even you can turn it on mute. Yes. You still enjoy it. Yes, the, and I can fall asleep faces. whenever I want. I won't miss out on too much if I miss right. an episode or half an episode. But the thing is that then if you don't want to use too much of your brain, but nowadays the Taiwanese TV drama, it's another story, right? Like the gold leaf, the world between us. These Peace. are award-winning TV series. Right. And then it caused a lot of the brainstorming. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This and is... also the light the night, that one. Yeah. Light the night. Light the night. Mm. I didn't watch yes. that. I watched a few episodes of that uh-huh. because I'm a big fan of Yang Jinghua. Ah. My wife knows I'm a big fan, and I'm a big fan not because you know, like, like obviously she's hot, but mm, she's hot, super hot. But, but that's not the reason we all know. Okay, I feel she's got that always pretty good act acting. I don't like her voice per se. I think her voice needs some work, personally. <laughs> She's a model after war. Yes, yes. Right? So she can be the actress now? Uh. I really like the way she acts and, and the, the roles she chooses. Ah. So when she chose to act in Light the Night, I was like, you go, girl. I know you can do this. You're going to mm-hmm. win this one. And she did. I'm going to go support you. Yeah. <laughs> because... When I heard Light the Night was a, a production um, in cooperation with Netflix and Netflix mm-hmm. only, Netflix exclusive, Netflix original, I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be a big hit. Mm. Same with The Teenage Psychic. First time ever, right? On HBO. Mm. Right. And a topic, a, an idea, an IP that could transcend different languages. So if you translate it to Thai, people, Thai people would understand it. If you go Japanese, Japanese people would understand it. So it's a very Asian topic. Oh, this this right. whole hostess kind the of idea. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. A pub, a hostess. Think about it. You know, maybe Europeans won't understand it. Maybe Americans won't understand it. But everybody but in Asia everybody would in understand Asia. it. Agree. Mm. Yeah. So even if it's dubbed in English... I think Singaporeans, Malaysians, and Thai, they, they would, Indonesians, they would want to yeah. listen and watch it. They are okay with it. That story was structured to be relevant to Asia. And then I thought, wow. And, you know, they put all these major actresses in. That's the formula for success. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was spoiled already on Wikipedia. Somebody wrote it on Wikipedia mm. once the second season was released. It's not a secret anymore. So it's not. It's mm. sort of an open secret. But right. with a Netflix production like this, you want to enjoy the whole thing, not just the story. You don't, Even if you know the result, uh, you want to watch want the to watch way it. they produce it. I must confess, after mm-hmm. Light the Night, it's been K-drama all the way <laughs> <laughs> on Netflix because we can't catch up. In, the Taiwan productions cannot catch up with the way the K-dramas are being released. They are ah. releasing new TV series every other month. Mm. As you finish mm. the first one, right. the next one is out. So fast and so quick. Mm. 
For them, it's you know, it's not Hollywood, it's Collywood. It's Collywood. It's like Collywood. The they they just keep pumping. Like endless. They just keep pumping stuff, and then mm. you know, obviously, you know, once you have Netflix, you would binge watch everything, the ones that you want, and then of course, the side effect is you would watch the first two episodes of everything just to get a taste and see mm-hmm. if you are willing to binge to watch it or not. Or not. Right. So we have a lot of TV series that we've only watched two episodes of. <laughs> you know, if the second episode doesn't really reel you in, it's not your taste, and you don't want to continue mm-hmm. with watching it. There we go. Eventually, you will find the your cup of tea, right? Even though you don't like it, but the next one could be. Hmm. In a way, we've become very discontent with all these TV series. You know, oh, uh, I like the actress, but I don't like the actor. You know, you get ah. very discontent. You start getting really picky. Ah. But actually, you sort of lose that. I I don't know. I mean, back in the days, the Chongyao days, right? You have you to have sit no there. Choice. Yeah, you, you have, have to no sit choice. there with your mom and your dad. It's TV time. It's like family time. Family TV time. time equals Chongyao's time. Yeah, mm. and now today, it's like you can Netflix anytime you want. Mm, right. It doesn't feel very social anymore. It feels like we just—it's like all-you-can-eat buffet. You're just stuffing your face the whole time. There's nothing social <laughs> about it. It's a—it's ah, a pity. Right. It's a pity. Yes. In a way, I miss the good old days where we actually, you know, watch only a few shows and then they are very relevant and then you can talk about them or, or you know socialize around them. There's so much social ah. around the TV series. Today, you won't it's miss anything. Mm-hmm. It's very commercialized. It's the next thing right. and then the next thing and then the next thing. So. That's all the time we got for you today, 50 Minutes fan. Why don't you tell us down below using the comment link what Taiwanese or Korean or Japanese drama series that you grew up with and that is your favorite. Why don't you let us know down below and we will catch you next week, same time, same place. And safe travels there, Angel. Thank you. I will see you guys next week. See you guys. Bye. Bye.